Congratulations to Paul Swan, host of The Drive, for capturing the prestigious 2024 West Virginia Broadcasters Association Excellence in Broadcasting Award for Best Talk Show. Tune in to Paul during your drive home weekdays at 5.06 p.m. on ESPN 94.1 and AM 9.30. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 9.30 present The Drive. It is Wednesday, September 6th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan, here until 6 o'clock this evening. We'll get your text in. We'll do that here in the next couple of minutes. 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. Jam-packed show today. Sometimes it's all guests, and we're on that course today because we've got coming up at 5.45 p.m. I'm just going to go from bottom top. Sydney Shelton's joining us, Director of Marketing and Fan Engagement at Marshall University. So we're going to talk to her about what's coming up this weekend for the Thundering Herd, not just for football, of course. I'm going to talk about some of the other sports as well. 5.30, our final call-in from Eden Douglas, Manager of Marketing, Entertainment, and Media Relations the Charleston Dirty Birds. But coming up in the next few minutes, Jim Zoak. He is the interim ECU play-by-play announcer. We're going to talk about ECU. They have got the Thundering Herd this week. We have got the game right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Should be a fun one at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. It's always a good time. I wish Marshall was in the same league as ECU. This would be one of my favorite games every time in conference. It's a great rivalry. Of course, the two programs connected by the tragedy of the plane crash between Marshall and ECU. I don't think that there are, I don't think there's really another situation that connects a school the way that Marshall and ECU is connected. Uh, you get what I'm saying? So always a good time. Great rivalry. It's it's a friendly rivalry. It's in the, in the truest sense it's a friendly rivalry. The teams will like to get after each other when they do play. But I think really the way that these things go now, it's more we know the rivalry. The football players, if they're not in it every year, they got to be told. So if if the players have got to be told, not necessarily is it a rivalry because it's not continuous. You got to educate. Now, of course, you have new players coming in every year, and so they got to be educated for the first time. Why? Okay, why is this a rivalry? Why is this important? I think all of that stuff got took care of earlier in the season, the preseason coming up to this. Coach Huff talked about that as far as talking to the players, the visit to the cemetery. Of course, they kind of prepared them. Coach Dawson's going to be honored at this game. So there's a lot of things that are going to be going on. It's a great partnership, I think, between Marshall and ECU. So it should be fun. We'll get into that here in the next few minutes with Jim Zoke. He's the interim ECU play-by-play announcer. We'll talk about, of course, the matchup that ECU had with Michigan as well. Look ahead to this one, Marshall and ECU. Now, a few things that we'll get into a little bit later on with Sydney, but you've got the Marshall women's soccer team playing host to Miami. 
That's coming up Thursday at Hoops Family Field. That is set for a 6 o'clock kick, so we'll talk a little bit more about that with her. Also, the number two, the second-ranked Marshall University men's soccer team is now 4-0. Matthew Bell, three assists and a 3-1 win at Pitt on Tuesday. So the first road win of the season. Now the team is off to its best start under head coach Chris Grassy and tied for the best start in program history when the team won its first four games to begin the 2000 season. That's pretty good. Number two, Thundering Herd will be in action against High Point, 7.15 p.m. on Friday. Text line's already jumping in. Texter writes in, says Marshall men's soccer looking like a possible national championship contender yet again. Is it safe to say this might be the best team yet at Marshall? Could this be the team that's even better than the championship team? It feels that way. A lot of good talent on the squad. And it just goes to show you, you get the right coach, you get the right culture, you get someone who understands how to put it together and I think you will have a perennial champion a team that will contend on a yearly basis this might be the team that gets back to the championship game it's a little early but it feels that way also Marshall University volleyball team is going to be traveling to Charlotte to the Queens Fall Classic Friday and Saturday but soccer is looking real good Number two team in the country. The Sun Belt looking real good right now as far as teams ranking. Feels like you're in a national conference for soccer right now. And the Thundering Herd going on the road, taking care of its business against Pitt, taking care of its business against Xavier. Chris Grassy's got the team looking really good right now. Hopefully that will continue and the Herd can maybe... I don't want to say go undefeated. I don't want to jinx them, but be nice as they can go undefeated or real close. But definitely they put themselves in a position where they can win the conference regular season championship. That'll make Coach happy. Win the tournament, get into the NCAA tournament, win the whole thing, bring back another national championship. And I know there's that little spot that they've got over at Marshall where they're going to put trophies. Like the most recent one, that would be a nice one to be displaying, the most recent one. When we continue, we turn our attention back to football. Marshall taking on ECU. We've got Jim Zoak joining us. He's going to be calling the game on the ECU side of this game. The upcoming game marking the 17th meeting between East Carolina and Marshall. This series dates all the way back to 1967. We'll talk more about this series and the game coming up when we continue on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Stalwart Insurance is the name for insurance in the tri-state. They are committed to delivering tailored benefit solutions with thoughtful, strategic planning with valuable professional services. Stop by or call Stalwart Insurance for your homeowner's insurance needs. Stalwart Insurance is located right beside Kenny Queen Hardware on Route 10 in Barbersville. Call Stalwart Insurance anytime at 304-552-3883. That's 304-552-3883. Or visit them online at stalwartinsurance.com. 
Glockner's annual Ultimate Tailgate Event is here, and you can make the buy of the year with special event savings and Glockner's lowest live market prices on the season's best inventory. We make it easy to shop because we never inflate our prices in hopes of winning a negotiating contest. No tricks, games, or hidden fees. Plus, get a cash offer for your trade above current market value in less than 15 minutes during the Ultimate Tailgate Event. We make it easy at Glockner.com. Hey, Tri-State. Frank's Place, formerly Centers in Saints Bar, is under new ownership. Stop on by and check out Happy Hour from 4 to 6 p.m. and other daily specials. If you're a sports fan, they have what you need. Coming up from the NCAA Tournament, Major League Baseball to the XFL. And listen up. If you're a first responder, stop by Frank's Place and check out the specials they have for you. Frank's Place, located at the River Place Plaza next to Fratelli's. Check them out on Facebook for weekly updates and specials. Frank's Place, your home away from home. Metro Community Federal Credit Union has been serving the Huntington community for 70 years and is proud to announce our newest location in Lavalette. We look forward to bringing the residents of Wayne County a modern banking facility, a full range of services, advanced technology, expert financial advice, community involvement, and even a smart coffee kiosk cafe. Learn more about Metro Community Federal Credit Union online at metrocommunityfcu.com. Equal housing lender. NCUA. Now is the time to add on a new bathroom or remodel your old one with the latest up-to-date bathroom fixtures from Mutual Wholesalers, 710 Fifth Street, Huntington. Come in today to Mutual Wholesalers' beautiful showroom and see how your new bathroom will look. Check out Acre by Max. Have a new bathroom this year. Mutual Wholesalers, locally owned and operated, 710 Fifth Street, Huntington. Call 304 525 9118. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to our Wednesday edition, The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Coming up on Saturday, there'll be Marshall in the 17th meeting with East Carolina. The series goes all the way back to 1967. Now, the Pirates do have the series lead 11-5 overall. And let's not forget that most recent matchup. It was a 42-38 game. Marshall had that game won, so it thought. And the Pirates come back, win it. We'll hear more from Owen Porter about that game. Later on this week, he remembers it well, and he wants to get it back. But let's talk a little bit more about the opponent. We want to welcome to the program now. He is the play-by-play announcer for East Carolina, Jim Zoke. Jim, thanks for joining us, and should be a fun one on Saturday. Marshall, East Carolina, always a good time when these two get together. Yeah, thank you, Paul. Yeah, looking forward to it, and uh, for uh, I know for ECU fans, are excited to have a home opener back at Dowdy Pickford Stadium after. Spending last weekend in Ann Arbor at 109,000-seat stadium, a Michigan stadium up there, taking on you know, one of the best teams in the nation. But as far as, this, yeah, the series with Marshall obviously means a lot. And uh, it's been uh, a place that, uh, as far as being in Greenville, 7-0 all-time against Marshall, but I know closely contested in so many of those games. It's a fun series, and it's a friendly rivalry. I don't know if you can actually put those two words together, a friendly rivalry, but it always seems to be – even though they're tough on the field with each other, it's very competitive, they get after each other, there's never really any hard feelings about this. 
No, I agree with you. And, you know, former conference, you know, USA rivals. And I think you had Coach Mike Houston talked about it earlier this week. He likes regional games like this where fans can drive to another stadium and go see it. I mean, we're getting so spread out, obviously, in our conference here, as I know you guys are. And it's just like it's difficult. So it's it's nice to have, you know, something that's in the general region anyways. And and fans, like you said, that uh, can, can kind of have the game for three, four hours, but to, at the end of the day, shake hands and, and, and know that it was a good contest. Now, you mentioned it was a it was a tough trip to take on one of the best teams in the country in Michigan. A lot of times you thought, okay, is this team ever going to be able to maybe get close to the end zone? There were a lot of struggles. According to Coach Huff, this is a lot better team than maybe that game film or at least that scoreboard indicated. I mean, I saw what Michigan did to Ohio State last year in, in Columbus. So they're they're tough. I mean, so you had to go up there, and they've got so many guys back. Uh, so it, it's not like it's a down year for Michigan. It's not like just a name is what I'm saying. You know, number two, they may very well end up being the number one team by the end of this year. The the record for guys drafted in a class is 15 by Georgia a couple years ago, and they believe they might have a number. If not close to that, maybe maybe break that record even. That's how much NFL talent is on that roster right now. It's all across the board. Uh, you know, there's some bigger names that stand out, but offense and defense. You know, Michigan's loaded, so it's hard to even put a number like the score of 30 to three, what it might have been. But um, you know, they they kind of took their gas off the pedal, played their backups in the fourth quarter. But it's um, I think you know this. You, you play a team like that with that kind of personnel opening day. Every opponent is tough, but you'll never face personnel like that again the rest of the season. So in some ways, maybe you, know, you survived that, you lived through it, and now you, you you move on to the rest of your schedule. And for us, you know, chasing a conference championship, all those goals remain in place. I was talking about with Coach Mike Houston last week. It's a little bit like NASCAR. You start with the Daytona 500. You like to win the Daytona 500. But if you don't, you still play for the season championship and the playoffs and all that. Let's talk about this, this matchup between Marshall and ECU a little bit more. Coach of highlighting the quarterback position right now, Mason Garcia gets the start at quarterback. And then Alex Finn, he saw a lot of playing time as well. The Hurts preparing for both quarterbacks. So who gets the edge this week, you think? Yeah, I think, you know, prepare for both is right. I think that they're both going to see the field uh, during this season a lot. We'll see about each particular game. Uh, but there, there are traits that each of them bring. You know, Mason Garcia started the game. I feel like they're kind of building towards this being his moment with Holden Aylers being in place for so long. It's 6'5", 250, can run, got a big arm. The question was, what would it look like in a game? He hadn't started one since that. And he only started one uh, back in, you know, three years ago against Navy. And now he's got, you know, some experience under his belt from this game against Michigan. Alex Flynn, been in the program for a long time, pre-med major, smartest kid on the team, also can run a little bit, you know, doesn't have that big size and the big arm, but 6'1", 230. You hate to use that term game manager, but I mean, there's a lot that he does just kind of running the offense and, and running it correctly. That, that also matters. So I, I, Mike Hughes is, I'm not a two quarterback guy normally as far as how I like to run my offense, but there are things that each of them bring that can help a team in a certain situation. So I think it's a case where uh, we're going to probably see both of them throughout the season. Defense was also highlighted from coach Huff, a very tough, very challenging defense. For the thundering herd, they've got the ability to to really confuse. What do you see from this defense? I know one game maybe not enough, but what do you anticipate? Well, of course, when you look at what you guys have, you know, Rasheen Ali stands out, and what an incredible running back! I'm sure we'll be seeing him play on Sundays uh, a year from now. And what they did last week, at least at Michigan, with the two great backs they have, 
up there in Corum and Edwards, but they really loaded the box and they tried to take the run away. And they actually held Michigan under four yards per carry. Now, of course, they were able to get gouged in the pass game pretty easily by J.J. McCarthy, 26 out of 30. But again, he's got that incredible offensive line. Uh, so I would think, you know, you always kind of identify as you look across the line of scrimmage, you know, who's the guy? Who do you have to really think about? And for you, it's obviously Ali. So I, we have a very veteran defensive front four. You're getting with Jeremy Lewis, who's a stand-up rush end, but the two defensive tackles, Deontay Johnson, Elijah Morris, all these guys have lots of experience in this program, fourth-year guys like that. Chad Stevens, a fourth-year guy. So it begins up there. And then Mike Edwards had a really nice game at linebacker this past week, had eight tackles making uh, his first start. So as far as that front seven goes, I think they'll really be concentrating on, on stopping the run first. Looking at the game, as far as Marshall's quarterback position, you have Cam Fancher coming back a little bit more experienced. Uh, I know Coach Houston talked about him as someone had really quick decision-making skills, really high on him. Uh, what's Coach Houston saying as far as maybe what the challenges are for his squad? Yeah, I mean, obviously Fancher coming in last season and, and earning that best starting job. And you guys have now with that win have gone 7-1 and one since he became the starter there. and He's obviously a dual threat who can run in addition to, to throw the ball, so he's he's earned it. So, yeah, Fancher's good in a lot of respect when you look across that. And, yeah, your offensive line, I know they're not all in the same position they were last year, but you've got four of the five back and you know, just some big bodies out there and a deep receiving group that you have. So, yeah, I think it's it's like a lot of teams, you know, you're, you're multifaceted. You're not one-dimensional, even as great of a back as Ali is. Uh, you, you've got the ability to to be able to throw the ball and use different guys and have a strong offensive line to, to hold the play up for you guys. So I think he would look across at that and, and say that's it for what they've got to be prepared for is, is everything at this point. And I know you guys were kind of feeling out your roster from the sound of it with all the transfers. I think a lot of that was very true of East Carolina as well uh, because there's some options at a lot of different positions. Some guys played and uh, and some really stepped up and, and, and some need to step up a little bit more this week. So I think both teams are probably heading into week two they always say the biggest, you know, progress you make is between week one and week two. I think they kind of got to sort through initially their rosters last week, both teams, and now both are going to start settling in and try to figure out who their key guys are. My guest, the play-by-play announcer for ECU, Jim Zoke, the coaches both were asked, hey, what's different, what's the same from two years ago? And with the transfer portal, there's really not much that's the same from even last year compared – to this year's squad, and then you go back a couple of years. How crazy has it been for ECU? I mean, completely different ball team. Yeah, really, as of like, you know, the last eight months, completely different when you look at Holton Aylers being a big part of what was here. Keith Mitchell, the star running back, of course, two 1,000-yard rushers that are no longer on this team. So at the skill positions in particular, you know, they're missing a lot. And then through the transfer portals, you mentioned, we bring in players that everyone does, but you lose some really good players uh, along the way as well. So um, you know, one thing that stays the same, Rajay Harris had the winning touchdown with under a minute to go two years ago. He's back. He basically uh, only got to play four and a half games last year, but the 2021 Conference Rookie of the Year had that touchdown, that big 42-38 to win from two seasons ago. So he's back. But, uh, yeah, there's not a lot that uh, remains the same as far as who the key figures were except these coaches. And, uh, and certainly, you know, they both have grown their programs. You look at what Coach Huff has done at Marshall and now – you look at the last two years under Mike Houston, 15 wins and a bowl victory last year over the past two years. My guest, play-by-play announcer for ECU, Jim Zoke. So the Refresh Herd fans are maybe making the trip coming up on Saturday. What can they expect, or maybe the first-time fan coming up? Uh, I know 
the stadium has a reputation of being rowdy for a lot of fans coming in. Well, it's interesting you're asking me that because unlike a lot of your fans, this will be my first uh, game at home. I just started this season with a team. I live in Charlotte, do the Carolina Panther games, and I'm doing East Carolina for the first time. So last week at Michigan was my first game, and now this will be my first home game. And of course, I've been there for practices. I've been you know, in town to eat good barbecue, and people told me that ECU has never lost a tailgate, and I, I, I'm sure that's all true, but I will also be seeing this in person for the first time. It seats 50,000. I, I think you know they would love to get it close to a sellout for that there. So it's going to be a raucous crowd. and Folks are going to be really excited about that because uh, it's a team that, again, has been really turning the corner the last two years. I think they're excited about the direction the program is heading. And uh, it's going to be hot. Uh, and there's no doubt it's another week here in the mid-90s. It's a 4 o'clock kickoff. So uh, be prepared, be hydrated, because uh, the, the thermostat and the temperature outdoors is going to be way high. I knew you were stepping into the position, but I didn't know how new you were to it. So that's got to be pretty exciting to be experienced this all for the first time. It is. And like I said, my first game is, oh, the big house in Michigan. Not the easiest place to go in, but a great experience uh, to, to go with the team and travel with them and, and go through all of that there. But uh, I'm learning um, every day and every week. Uh, it's a job I just got, um, honestly, in early August. And to me, it's, it's exciting. I love doing play-by-play and with the Carolina Panthers, I get the opportunity to do play-by-play and color, and I do, like you do, daily radio shows like you're doing right here right now in Charlotte as well. And again, it's about a four-hour difference. So far enough where it's not that regional. It's close, but it's a, it's a bit of a drive to get there. And so for me, I'm learning a lot of new things just by, by being out here and going to practices and talking to folks here and getting to meet our own staff and uh, interacting with the fans a little bit. So it's, it's a rabid fan base. Yeah, they really feel like it's a ACC, SEC type program and environment, but they're just kind of uh, not in that conference setting, you know, just like a lot of schools are. You know, they look at TV markets and, you know, what you bring dollar wise and this and that, but there's a lot of things about ECU that when you come to the game here, it's going to feel like a, a big, big power five conference kind of venue. Secretly, a lot of herd fans are hoping that the American tumbles a little bit more and that ECU <laughs> wants to join the Sun Belt. That's, that's something herd fans are wanting. It's funny, I was talking to your play-by-play guy, Steve Cotton, earlier today, and I said, would you guys be interested in uh, coming here? I know they're talking about maybe having Army join with Navy already in the American, and he started talking about you know budgetary differences and things like that, because you have to look across the board beyond football and all the monies, and when he spelled it out like that, there is a, there is a difference. It's, it's money, it buys you, you know, things like that. So I think for ECU, I think they want to be at the highest uh, that they can in terms of conference things, but again... It's constantly changing here. We're going to lose SMU to the ACC. I think the ACC is probably going to lose Florida State and maybe Clemson down the road here. So it's not done. Uh, We'll see how things realign. But, yeah, would love to in general, though, whatever conference it is, have Marshall. You guys have App State. Have App State. Uh, We played there week three, and I've been there a bunch of times. I would love to have something with a regional feel like Marshall, App State, and ECU all combined. We've got Charlotte in our conference now, the 49ers. So it would be great if in some way that would all come together. My guest, Jim Zoke, he's the play-by-play announcer for ECU. Looking forward to it. Should be a fun game, and hopefully you get a good one on Saturday to call. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate it. That's Jim Zoke. Again, play-by-play announcer for the ECU Pirates. Still to come, we're going to be welcoming into the studio a little bit later on the Director of Marketing and Fan Engagement for Marshall, Sidney Shelton. But coming up next, 
Eden Douglas. She's the manager of marketing, entertainment, and media relations for the Charleston Dirty Birds. That's all coming up on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Stuck in a state of falling behind, struggling to keep up with kids, finances, insurance, and life? Well, let your State Farm agent help you simplify and get to a better state. With State Farm handling your auto, home, and life insurance, you'll have more time to handle everything else. More money, too. Adding State Farm policies can earn discounts that could add up to 40%. Help you get ahead. Call an agent today and get to a better state with State Farm. In Huntington, Ray Crabtree, 304-736-8181. In Lavalette, Jason Elkins, 304-529-7555. And in Charleston, Lisa Godwin, 304-984-00. Metro Community Federal Credit Union has been serving the Huntington community for 70 years and is proud to announce our newest location in Lavalette. We look forward to bringing the residents of Wayne County a modern banking facility, a full range of services, advanced technology, expert financial advice, community involvement, and even a smart coffee kiosk cafe. Learn more about Metro Community Federal Credit Union online at metrocommunityfcu.com. Equal housing lender member ncua now at menard save big money on your next project with 11 percent off everything upgrade your home with quality appliances including criterion kitchen aid maytag whirlpool and amana get a stainless steel fingerprint resistant dishwasher refrigerator microwave and electric range with the whirlpool appliance suite and save over 1800 after sale price and 11 percent rebate good through september 10th savings are mail-in rebate some exclusions apply see store for details Now is the time to add on a new bathroom or remodel your old one with the latest up-to-date bathroom fixtures from Mutual Wholesalers, 710 Fifth Street, Huntington. Come in today to Mutual Wholesalers' beautiful showroom and see how your new bathroom will look. Check out Acre by Max. Have a new bathroom this year. Mutual Wholesalers, locally owned and operated, 710 Fifth Street, Huntington. Call 304-525-9118. Attention all Tri-State shooting enthusiasts. Get ready to take your skills to the next level at Bear Arms Indoor Range and Training Facility in Huntington. Immerse yourself in the first and only video interactive live fire state-of-the-art shooting range. And polishing your skills will make you hungry. So head next door to Bombshells and Ales and check out the new menu items like steak and homestyle meatloaf. The range at Bear Arms is fully open and better than ever. Bear Arms Indoor Range and Training Facility and Bombshells and Ales, 5th Street Road in Huntington. Here's another Kindred Community Chatter. The Huntington Children's Museum is presenting Sandfest, a sand sculpting competition. It's going to be Sunday, September 10th, 3 to 7 p.m. at the Marshall University Memorial Fountain. For information, go to hcmkids.org slash sandfest. Kindred Community Chatter brought to you by Buckeye Hills Career Center. Explore several varieties of careers located in Rio Grande, Ohio. For more information, go to buckhills.net. Financial aid is available for most programs. Get ready, Ashland. Ashland Tomcat football season is here, and the Tomcats have a new radio home, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. Download the app today and listen online at catsports933.com. The legendary Dickie Martin will bring you all of the exciting play-by-play action after a great start to the season. The Tomcats are back on the road this Friday matching up against Bardstown. Tomcats football on Cat Sports is sponsored by Kentucky Farmers Bank, McDonald's, McLeod's Body Shop, Giovanni's of Ashland, and Putnam Restoration. Ashland Tomcat football from Kinder Community. Communications.
This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Still to come, we'll be speaking in just a few minutes to the Director of Marketing and Fan Engagement for Marshall University, Sydney Shelton. So she's in studio now, so I'm looking forward to catching up with her. But first up, it's kind of a bittersweet day because this is my final call-in with Eden Douglas. She is the Manager of Marketing, Entertainment, and Media Relations with the Charleston Dirty Birds. Uh, this is bittersweet, Eden. Um, I mean, we need to do something else, like just you and me for the show once a week or so. But this is uh, our final Dirty Birds call-in. It is. We're nearing the end, end of the season. Are you ready to decompress? I know you still got baseball to go, but, you know, you're getting closer to the finish line. Are you ready just to decompress for a moment? Yeah, so everyone thinks we're going to, but actually we kind of don't have an off-season this year. We have an off-season of baseball, but we've got the Swango Law Down and Dirty Music Festival. It's happening October 14th and 15th, and then we've got uh, the Swango Law Dirty Birds Lights and Night, which is something we just announced a couple weeks ago that's going to happen November 17th through January 1st. So we are... Jam packed. We've got WVU baseball coming in the uh, fall to play fall ball. We've got WVU Tech. I mean, we've got a bunch of a bunch of stuff going on here in the off season. Eden Douglas with me, the manager of marketing, entertainment, media relations, and um, just five dollars today. We're going to hear that a lot because it is Wheeler Bob Wednesday. Oh well, yeah, we uh, couldn't have couldn't end the season without a night celebrating Wheeler Bob. So he has been wheeling and dealing for fifty years. This is his fiftieth year doing it. So uh, it's Wheeler Bob Wednesday with tickets for just five dollars, which is happening. Gates are open now, so um, we're going to do a pregame presentation and a surprise for Wheeler Bob is going to happen. Um, he is going to be. I can go ahead and tell you because I don't know if. Uh, if, even if people are on their way, they may not be able to see it in time, but he is going to be presented with a key to the city um, from the Charleston mayor, which is going to be pretty exciting. So big deal. Now, for those maybe who don't know too much about the legend of Wheeler Bob, what's the backstory? Um, I can't give too much because I honestly don't know that much because this is uh, he started, I mean, at Watt Powell Park selling, handing out uh, programs, uh, selling novelties and merchandise. Um, his name is Robert Friedman, and that is one thing that I never knew because I only know him as Wheeler Bob. So it's pretty pretty funny to hear his full name. Um, he's going to have lots of family and friends here tonight to celebrate him doing this for 50 years. So even he followed the team here, and he's been with all five teams, the Wheelers, the Alley Cats, the Senators. Um, the power, and now the Dirty Birds. So we're going to present him with a plaque, and then um, Rod Postman is going to present him with a key to the city from the Mayor Amy Stroller Goodwin, which is going to be cool. Sounds fantastic. Okay, which one is more legendary? Can you can you compare the legends? I mean, I hate to put them against each other, but the Toastman or Wheeler Bob, which legend wins out? Oh, you can't compare the two. You cannot. They're both awesome. Um, obviously, I'm biased because I love Toastman and I work with him every day. Uh, but I love them both. But this is pretty special for Wheeler Bob. Sounds fantastic. And of course, uh, just five dollars because that's what he says. That's what he he sells everything for five dollars. 
everything is just five dollars and i actually called him out the other day because he was selling a set of baseball cards for two dollars and i said this just doesn't sound right really bob they have to be for just five dollars i was wondering because you, know, you know it feels like he's been like for 50 years everything's just been five dollars so inflation really hasn't been a factor for him i <laughs> know yep it's pretty cool Eden Douglas is with us. Her full title is the Marketing, Entertainment, and Media Relations Manager for the Charleston Dirty Birds. So what's the final push going to look like here for the uh, for the season for the Dirty Birds and for you? What's the final push? Yeah. So uh, we've obviously have some fun. We've got fireworks. Um, tomorrow night is our last dollar beer night. Um, so that's going to be kind of bittersweet. It's our last dollar beer night of the season. And we also, surprise for you, Ryan Taylor, Marshall's men's basketball coach, I believe he's their assistant coach, will be throwing out the first pitch at tomorrow's game as well. Um, so if there's any Marshall fans, uh, be sure to get out here at Gomart Ballpark in Charleston tomorrow for, to meet Ryan Taylor and talk with him after he throws out the first pitch. Um, so that's going to be fun, and it's our final uh, Copa night. So it'll be the Pajaro Susio State Charleston for the final time this season. Um, there's a lot going on and then we're out of town for a week and then we are back for the last three games of the season. Um, obviously playoffs are still in the mix a little bit, but, uh, you know, we aren't sure where we're going to land after this series. So we've got that still on the mind, but the September 15th, 16th and 17th are our last three days in Charleston as is what we're going with. So we definitely want everyone to come out fireworks tomorrow, last dollar beer night. Next week, fireworks on Saturday on the 16th. And I know it's the WU Pit game, but if you're not there, you can watch here on your phone, and I will be sure to put it on the video board and give live updates for people who aren't there. Eden Douglas is with us, Manager of Marketing, Entertainment, and Media Relations for the Charleston Dirty Birds. Okay, let's walk back just a second. Ryan Taylor, you, you know him, right? Because you watched him on your television during that Heard That Best Virginia matchup. You remember that, right? You remember that. Oh, yes. You love to remind me, Paul. I'm going <laughs> to remind you all season long until the next time they face off. You know that. Yeah. So how do you sure. get in the door? I mean, I know you. How do you get into the door? Yeah, so we actually had an intern here this summer um, who is on Marshall's men's basketball team. His name's Creighton. Um, and he, uh, our owner, Andy Shea, had reached out to Creighton to see if anyone would be interested. And uh, Ryan stepped up. And we're going to celebrate that, making it to the Final Four in the TBT tournament. And uh, he said that he might have some guys with him, too. So it'll be pretty fun. Sounds fantastic. So um, you get to meet your favorite TBT team tomorrow. You're, okay, your second favorite. I know you. <laughs> yeah. I'll be sure. I'll be sure to tell them about how Best Virginia is still my team. Yeah, go ahead. That'd be fantastic. I can't <laughs> wait to, to see how that plays out. Eden Douglas is with us again, manager of all the marketing, all the entertainment, all the media relations at Charleston Dirty Birds. Bittersweet because this is our last get together, at least for the foreseeable future. We'll be back together sometime here in the future, of course, and. You know what? Eden might pop up now and then. So uh, I'm looking forward to uh, the next time we get together and do this. Yeah, if you ever need me, feel free to call me. I'd be happy to join you. Eden, thanks for doing this all year long. And uh, if we don't talk here in an, anytime soon, I can't wait for the next uh, start of ba baseball season with us. 
Oh, yeah, me either. It's going to be fun. We've already got some fun things in the works for next year. So. All right. Sounds fantastic. Stay tuned. Thanks, Eden. I appreciate it. Eden Douglas, she is the manager of marketing, entertainment, and media relations. Okay, so there's kind of a scoop. Ryan Taylor going to be up there, hopefully giving her the business over her taking Best Virginia over her that. When we continue... I'm not going to have any of these issues with my next guest. Sydney Shelton's joining us, the Director of Marketing and Fan Engagement for Marshall University. I know which team she was pulling for in the TBT, so I don't even have to question that. We'll talk to her when we continue on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1. And AM 930. Stalwart Insurance is the name for insurance in the tri-state. They are committed to delivering tailored benefit solutions with thoughtful, strategic planning with valuable professional services. Stop by or call Stalwart Insurance for your homeowner's insurance needs. Stalwart Insurance is located right beside Kenny Queen Hardware on Route 10 in Barbersville. Call Stalwart Insurance anytime at 304-552-3883. That's 304-552-3883. Or visit them online at Stalwart insurance.com you've been on the go all summer but now things are winding down and your summer adventures are coming to an end we say don't let them with a 60 dollars rebate on the uniroyal laredo family of tires and a 40 dollars tire rebate on all other tire lines now is the time to snag a new set before september 28th and start planning your next adventure uniroyal all season adventure starts here get details at uniroyaltires.com slash promotions offer tires 928-2023 call tiktok tire today to take advantage of the savings tiktok tire 2102 3rd Avenue, Huntington. Working Man's Store in Huntington. Check out the biggest inventory of scrubs in West Virginia, featuring brands such as Jockey, Dickies, Wink, and Cherokee at the best price. Working Man's Store has one of the largest selections of big and tall shirts, jackets, and jeans in the area. Working Man's Store is the king of blue jeans with Levi's, Dickies, Carhartt, Lee, and Wranglers in sizes up to 72. And Working Man's Store has the best selection of men's work boots and casual shoes anywhere at the best price. Working Man's Store, open every day at 140 5th Avenue or online at workingmanstore.com. Hey, Tri-State. Frank's Place, formerly Centers in Saints Bar, is under new ownership. Stop on by and check out Happy Hour from 4 to 6 p.m. and other daily specials. If you're a sports fan, they have what you need. Coming up from the NCAA Tournament, Major League Baseball to the XFL. And listen up. If you're a first responder, stop by Frank's Place and check out the specials they have for you. Frank's Place, located at the River Place Plaza next to Fratelli's. Check them out on Facebook for weekly updates and specials. Frank's Place, your home away from home. You've cut back on everything, and you're still coming up short at the end of the month. Give your local State Farm agent a call for a free discount double check. They'll show you how something as simple as combining car and home policies can save you hundreds of dollars a year. Being there to help keep more of your money is why your local State Farm agent is here. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. In Huntington, John Garton, 304-525-1116. In Barbersville, Marcia Slater, 304-736-6100. And in Cerrito, Aaron Billups, 304-453-460. For more than a century, AM Radio has evolved to meet the needs of our community. More than 80 million listeners depend on AM Radio each month. AM Radio is also the backbone of the emergency alert system, which keeps us safe in dangerous times. It's reliable, free, and public safety depends on it. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress we need AM radio in cars. Message and data rates may apply. You may receive up to four messages a month, and you may text stop to stop. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. 
Welcome back to our Wednesday edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I want to welcome in studio now, she's the Director of Marketing and Fan Engagement for Marshall University and my friend, Sydney Shelton. What's up, Sid? Hello, happy to be here. Been a while since I've seen you in person in studio and not running around with a headset. Yeah, it's been a little while, but happy to be here, happy to talk about the herd and what has happened and what's to come. So, pretty busy weekend. We had football kick things off just a few days ago. A lot of new things happening. We have fireworks. Did the fireworks ever end? I had to come back to the station after the game ended, and I'm driving back. The fireworks are still going on. Yeah, fireworks. It was a great way to cap the night, you know, to bring football back, to be excited, to give the fans something that we hadn't done in a while. And so just ending the night on some happiness with the game win, and then also just who doesn't love fireworks? Oh, no, everybody loves fireworks. You had the green smoke as well. So. Some of the things that uh, maybe fans maybe missed a little bit, of course, the one thing they couldn't miss was the scoreboard. That's brand new, and I know you got to feel good about that actually being up and ready to go for game day. Oh yeah, up and ready to go. We we knew all along it was going to happen. We had faith. We you know we've got a great team that's been working on that, and we we're super excited to see it you know live in the game. Um, but fans, hold tight. We've got more coming to you with the video board. You know more action on there, more videos, more exciting graphics, all the things. So just hang tight. We got more to come. I thought it was pretty cool to start the season off. It, it was. It was fantastic to see that the old board was cool back in the day, but now we got this new board. It's four times larger. There's a lot more coming with it, so I'm excited to see what that is. You get the fireworks, as we mentioned, but as far as the fan engagement and the the whole atmosphere of Saturday, it was a great crowd. Over 25,000 showed up to see this. I mean, what were you most excited about for fans to maybe get to be a part of for the first time this season? You know, I was excited for all of it, but one of my favorite traditions is the Thunder Walk, and I love fans getting to come out, be in the West Lot, and be a part of welcoming our football team to the stadium. You know, we've had it for many years, but seeing the look of what that looked like for Saturday's game day was just unexplainable to me it was this amazing so exciting you know we want to encourage fans to come back to that you know we were uh there's a funny picture of me and Mr. Mike Valentine and we're like directing traffic trying to move people through the west lot because we just had such a great crowd it was a great problem to have but you know we want to invite people to always come back to that to welcome the guys to the stadium it kind of kicks off game day um, and just a great experience there. We're also giving away golden tickets. So there are envelopes that are being passed out. One of them has the lucky gold ticket in there. And that kid gets to be um, the kickoff kit. And they get to run out and get the tee during the football game. And that's super exciting. So we encourage families and kids and everyone just to come be a part of that great tradition. Bring your running shoes just in case you get that golden ticket, right? For sure, for sure. Fan zone, that was a different location this year. Uh, I didn't get a chance to go over there, so what was that like? Yeah, so FanFest was awesome. You know, we really evaluated after last year, what what can we do to be better? And that was one area that we were like, this is important. This is a great opportunity for us to give back to the fans. How can we enhance it? And so, you know, we had snow cones and balloon animals, and our fall student-athletes were there signing autographs inflatables for the kids all kinds of fun so we will have that um, at all the games so come out by the rec center Um, that'll be 
two hours and 15 minutes prior to game time is when that kind of launches and opens up for us. So come on out and enjoy all the fun that's to be had there. Sounded like fun. I couldn't get over there. And, of course, um, I don't think they would let me in on the inflatables. Yeah, Maybe. I don't know. You never know. You never know. We could try. We could try one time. If if I can bring Cornwell, Bill Cornwell, with me, we both can go over and hit the inflatables before we head up to the press box. That's the only reason. That's the only way I'm doing it. I mean, there's snow cones too. Okay, fair enough. You sold me on it. So that sounded like it was a lot of fun, and hopefully, I can get over there uh, before the season's over, and hopefully, fans can get over there all season long for that. Now, there were some new policies put in place for Jones C. Edwards Stadium. Maybe you want to still educate because we're we had a really large crowd for this first game. It's going to be even larger for the second game. So there'll be some new folks coming through the uh, through the gates for the first time this season. What do they need to know to make sure that their experience is seamless? Yeah, so two big things. If you are a mobile ticket person, make sure to download your tickets prior to getting to the stadium. You know, that's super important. It helps with the lines. It helps with you getting into the stadium quicker. Just make sure to download that ticket prior to arrival. The second thing is the clear bag, you know. I see it as a very positive outlook, a p- very positive step for our um, for our department and athletics. And people are doing it across the country. So make sure you pick up your clear bag. Marshall is selling them. You know, you can buy them locally in lots of places. So just make sure you have that before you come in the stadium or you're going to get a Ziploc bag and nobody wants that. So those are the things you need to know for getting into the stadium. we got a few weeks so we can educate everyone that maybe hasn't been to the game. What's the easiest way to get in? How to handle all of this? So that's all the important things for the football game. Now, there are things happening this week. We have a number two rated, not number five, now number two rated soccer team. Just beat Pitt. And so they're going to be back home. The women, by the way... Also undefeated at this moment, soccer is rocking right now. And there are a lot of things that are going on for fans who maybe haven't been out to the pitch just yet to take in a soccer match. So you've got things happening for both men's and women's matches. Yeah, so all right. I'm not a stat person, but I'm going to throw a stat at you. Okay. We are currently the only school in NCAA Division One with both soccer programs having four-plus wins and no losses. Is that a Sydney stat, or did is that a Cody Lynn stat? Who, who gave that no, to our, you? No, our great people in the sports info department, Grant Taylor, Cody Lynn, and David O'Leary, you know, they they work hard to keep us informed on all of those amazing things, and that one came out today. Okay. So, That's super important deal. for yeah. our soccer teams. That's a pretty big deal, but the, her goes on the road, wins that game against Pitt. Not just a win, convincing win. So now they're going to come back. And you got fun things for fans when they show up. Oh, yeah. Great things this week. So tomorrow night, Thursday, at home, we've got women's soccer versus Miami. We kick off at 6 p.m., and it's We Are Thankful Night. So, you know, we're inviting local heroes, um, our, you know, our, our medical field, police, fire, veterans, everyone that falls under that to come out, support us. Uh, you get in free if you just bring your military badge or your work badge. We're going to hand out some American flags to show like how thankful we are for these people. And our ROTC at Marshall University is actually going to make an appearance, and they are going to have the color guard for us. So we've got that on Thursday. On Friday, our men's soccer team will be back at home, 7-15 kick, 
It will be faculty staff appreciation night and teachers night out. So faculty and staff, you get in for free. You just show your Marshall badge at the door and we'll get you hooked up there. Teachers night out. We want to invite local teachers to come and be a part of, you know, all the great things we have at Hoops Family Field. And so we are actually going to give the first 25 teachers that show up a Marshall goodie bag with some school supplies in it. So oh, cool. Super excited about that. You know, a way to give back to the community and let those uh, – people know that they are care, cared about and also welcome them into our home uh, at Hoops Family Field. Okay, so a lot of cool things happening there, and it didn't stop there, does it? Nope, doesn't stop there. So last game of the week is Women's Soccer versus Liberty on Sunday. That's a 1 p.m. game, and it is our We Unite, We Are United game. So that is when we are focusing on diversity and inclusion and pride and all of those you know, really wonderful things, um, and showing our student athletes that we are united with them no matter what. My guest, Sydney Shelton, Director of Marketing and Fan Engagement, Marshall University. Okay, we got to save a date now. We do. I got two important dates for you. All okay. right. Next Friday, September 15th, out at Kennedy Field, YMCA, we've got a first cross country match meet. Sorry. First cross-country meet in a long time. So come out, support our cross-country team. You know, they're working hard. They're doing a lot of great things, and we're going to, you know, have them at home is a huge opportunity for us. So we want to make sure we see everyone next Friday at Kennedy Center YMCA Field. And then our second date, you know, the one we've all been waiting for, Hoops in Huntington. It's a great event. We have downtown. We put a basketball court, you know, right in the center of Pullman, and we invite the community to come out to meet our men and women's basketball teams, kind of introduce them to the public as our, you know, as their first kind of big kickoff kickoff event for their season. But this year, we are adding not only more fan engagement, but we are also inviting our swim team to come out. So while you know, a little different having your swim team down there with the basketball court. There are going to be some lots of fun things in store with them, so make sure you come on down and see what the action's going to be about. Okay, so again, September 15th for track, and then one more time for Hoops in Huntington. September 28th, 6 p.m. September 28th, 6 p.m. And that is homecoming week, so lots of fun activities we got going on that week. That sounds like fun, and it was a pretty cool event last year, and it's going to be bigger and better, I'm sure, with downtown Pullman Square being converted into a basketball court once again. That was fun. Um, you going to jam any? Yeah, you, you know. Gonna, you're going to three-point shot contest versus Sydney? I mean, is that happening? all 5-2 of me is definitely going to get up and dunk basketball for sure. Oh, I didn't say dunk. I'm just saying three-point shot. <laughs> Probably not. I will keep my skills off the court. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I mean, you have the eligibility left. We have this new women's basketball coach. She might be still looking for some talent. Yeah, know. definitely not me. I'm not that talent. <laughs> but, no, super excited to welcome Kim. Uh, you know, she's been here for several months, but excited to introduce her to this event and give her an opportunity to showcase not only herself as a coach, but also the new team that she's you know, brought together. Have you prepped her yet on this, or are you just going to let her be surprised? No, she's just going to be surprised. Okay, that's that's the way I like <laughs> it. That's the way I like it. Sydney Shelton is with us, Director of Marketing and Fan Engagement. A lot of things happening, of course. Soccer is going to be important this weekend because both teams are undefeated. The men ranked second nationally. Big win over Pitt. So things are happening there. This could be Chris Grassi's best team even better than the championship team. So get out, see the team. The women are making huge strides. They have 
probably one of the best keepers in the Sun Belt right now. And they both are hopefully going to keep this up. So get out there, support them. And, of course, again, September 28th, uh, Hoops in Huntington. That's going to be the, the big one. We're going to do this more often, Sid. You're, uh, hopefully, you're, you're you coming in every week. I mean, I, I don't know if I want Crispy in here now. I have more fun with you. We might change it up a little bit. Okay. But, yeah, looking forward to being on the radio more and talking about all the herd, all the things that are happening with the herd. Okay. Sounds fantastic. And, of course, uh, you get a break next week, right? No football game. You get a break. No break. There's no break <laughs> in college athletics. There's always a game, and we love that. We love that we have the opportunity to – you know, help our student athletes, give them a platform to, you know, um, be student athletes. And, you know, we're excited for what's to come. Okay. Sydney Wells Shelton joining us. Um, she is the director of marketing and fan engagement. She's going to be popping in almost on a weekly basis. If not, we'll get Ryan Crisp in here. I mean, I mean, after you, it's kind of a letdown, just a little. You can't answer that. I know. Uh, you know. Ryan Chris is a great leader, and he's got a lot to bring to the table also. So <laughs> that, that is job security right there. No, we love Crispy as well, but uh, good seeing you again. Hopefully I can get you back in. You know what? Just come in when you want to. Just come hang out anytime. Come hang out any single time you want to. That's going to do it for this edition. I want to thank Sydney for coming in today and telling us what's happening this week with the Thundering Herd. And, of course, she's going to come in or Ryan Chris is going to come in at least once a week and get us updated on everything you need to know, promotions, schedule updates, all of that's going to be happening throughout the year. So I appreciate everyone at Marshall for making that happen for us. I want to thank my guest, Eden Douglas, the manager of marketing, entertainment, and media relations for the Charleston Dirty Birds. Also, it was good to speak with for the first time today, Jim Zoke. He is the play-by-play announcer for ECU, that game coming up this weekend. And we'll have it for you right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Have a great night, everyone. I'll talk to you tomorrow. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington. This is your radio home for Pittsburgh Pirates baseball, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.